Hello, priatelia! Hello, friends! Welcome to the podcast Learn Slovak and More. This show is about learning Slovak language, Slovak culture, traditions, and everything in between. I am your host, Božena, a native of Slovakia, Slovak language teacher, an unshakable optimist dedicated to helping you learn Slovak language at your best. This is season two and episode five. Today's episode is about the winter sports and games. I will share with you some interesting facts about an amazing lady skier who won the Olympic gold medal for Slovakia in Beijing. In the Slovak lesson, I will explain the accusative case. You will also learn how to say, I like to do something. I have a few sentences at the end about Petra, the skier. Tak, čo poviete? I say, poďme na to. Let's go after it. Poďme na to. Hello a vítajte. Hello and welcome again. I am so glad to have you here. If this is the first time that you are here, click the button subscribe or follow in your podcast app or wherever you listen to this podcast and later leave a review on Apple Podcasts about the part you enjoyed the most. I appreciate your feedback a lot. So, this is season two. If you are really interested in learning the language and you are a complete beginner, then you want to start with the season one. If you already know some basics, you can continue with season two. If you just want to listen to my podcast for fun, it will not make a difference. You can also search the episodes by a topic. Anyway, I'm thrilled that you listen to my podcast and enjoy it. I appreciate you a lot. Remember, if you want to go to your favorite part of an episode, go to the details of the particular episode and look at the timestamps to skip to the section you are interested in. Check my Instagram at Božena Slovak, where I'm posting the pictures of what I am talking about on my podcast. Alright, moving on, the Winter Olympic Games in Beijing are over and Slovakia got one gold medal in alpine skiing, specifically in women's slalom, and one bronze medal in men's hockey. And that's where I got my inspiration for today's episode. Today, I want to tell you about Petra Vlhova. Petra Vlhova is a Slovak World Cup alpine ski racer who specializes in slalom and giant slalom. She was born and grew up in Liptovský Mikuláš, and that's where she still lives. That is, if she is not training or competing somewhere else. Petra has one brother, his name is Boris, and he's a good skier too. Their parents, Zuzana and Igor, had small fast foot kiosk on the Jasnaski slopes, and that's where Petra and her brother Boris had been skiing since they were little kids. Her parents noticed Petra's talent and a positive attitude towards skiing at the age of eight when she competed in her first race and finished in the eighth place. At the age of 16, she became the winner of the women's slalom in the Winter Youth Olympic Games in Innsbruck. That was her first big success. She made her World Cup debut at age 17 in December 2012 and took a great 11th place in Zemmering. And from that time, she attracted many coaches and began to become more and more known in the ski community. 
Just two years after her premiere in the World Cup, she managed to win the title of Junior World Champion. For Petra Volhova, it was really an extremely valuable title because she won it in Jasna on her home slopes. This big win helped Petra secure a nomination for the 2014 Winter Olympics in Sochi. Petra was only 18 years old and she raced in two disciplines, slalom, her favorite, and giant slalom. She finished 19th in the slalom and 24th in the giant slalom. Not bad for a first-timer. The following year, 2015, Petra achieved her first victory in the World Cup in Are, Sweden. She was the World Cup champion, but she began to gain the most attention only after her victory in Aspen, where she managed to defeat a very good American skier, Michaela Schifrin, by 24 hundredths of a second. Finally, with this victory, Petra earned a lot of media attention and I think that's right there. The rivalry between these two great skiers, Michaela and Petra, started. Each season, Petra continued to improve more and more. Then, at the Alpine World Ski Championship in February 2019, Petra took a complete set of medals, the silver in the combined slalom, then the first gold medal for Slovakia in the giant slalom, and finally the bronze in the slalom. Petra clearly became one of the best world skiers. In 2020, she managed to win the giant slalom before the season was cut short by the COVID-19 pandemic. Later, she finished the third in the overall World Cup standings and she won her first small crystal globes, one for slalom and one for parallel events. In 2021, Petra started the season with a third place in the opening giant slalom. She followed that up with three victories in a row and won the World Cup overall title. What an awesome result. In 2022, before she left for the Olympic Games in Beijing, she managed to grab four medals, a third place in the opening giant slalom in Sulden, two first places in a row in two slaloms in two days in Levy, and second place in Killington. Now, drumroll please. Petra won her, so far, most valuable medal when she won gold in slalom in Beijing. It is Slovakia's first ever Olympic medal in alpine skiing. Petra Volhova is the most successful Slovak alpine skier of all time. Reading about her in Slovak newspapers, Slovak Wikipedia, and on her own website, I found an interesting fun fact about her. Here it is. Did you know that Petra Volhova practices playing the drums with Italian musician Jack Alemanno in order to improve her hand and feet coordination? Well, I didn't know this myself. That's a little bit different than the regular cross-training when you train for your sport using other sports. I know that Petra also enjoys wrestling, cycling, tennis, kayaking, climbing, and has even been spotted running on a trail with a parachute. She likes it all. And she likes to incorporate other sports even in her skiing warm-ups, like speed skating, to activate her explosive muscles before competing. Isn't that something? Oh, I've just remembered another fun fact about her. Did you know that Petra has a passion for motocross? She was introduced to this sport by her brother Boris and has even competed in some summer races, just for fun and for a good workout. She told the Slovak newspaper Pravda Sport, I quote, A lot of people think I'm just going for a ride. It's not true. 
I practice balance, coordination. I strengthen my stomach, legs, and arms. And of course, it's about courage. Unquote. Now, let's move to our lesson. Last two episodes, we were practicing words for drinks and food. You also learned how to order some drinks or food. Today, I want to explain a little bit why some words ending change when we use them in certain situations, like ordering something. Here is a quote from one of my podcast listeners. I quote, Coffee means kava in Slovak. Why is the word kava changing into kavu in the sentence prosim si kavu? A simple answer is that it is because Slovak language has different cases for subjects and objects in sentences. Let me bring back the example from the lesson in episode 2 where I was talking about the word order in Slovak sentences. We had a sentence Peter ma auto. Peter is a subject, ma is a verb or predicate, and auto is an object, precisely a direct object. Today we have a sentence prosim si kavu. We do not have a name or a personal pronoun in the sentence, so it is harder to see who is the subject. It is there, it's just hidden in the verb. We say that there is a silent subject. To identify it, you have to look at the ending of the verb prosim. The last letter is m, that is m. Now, think about the conjugation of Slovak verbs and tell me what person is this ending for? Yes, it is for the first person singular. Think I in English. In Slovak, I means ja. So the silent subject is ja and the whole sentence prosim si kavu means I would like some coffee or just I would like coffee. So we can say ja is the subject, prosim si is the verb, precisely it is a reflexive verb and kavu is the object, precisely the direct object. When a word is used as a direct object in a Slovak sentence, we use the accusative case. The accusative case endings depends on the grammatical gender of the direct object. Direct object in our sentence is the word kavu. We change it from kava, which is a feminine gender in the nominative case, to kavu in our sentence because the rule about the direct object requires it. All nouns in the feminine gender have endings U in the direct object. Let's use the words from the episode 3 and episode 4. The first word is the nominative case and the second is the accusative case. Počúvajte. Voda, vodu. Kofola, kofolu. Limonada, limonadu. Polievka, polievku. Rija, rižu. So these are all nouns in the feminine gender and their ending a or a in English has to change into u in the accusative case. Good news here is that the other genders that means the masculine inanimate and the neuter are not changing. They stay the same in the singular. For example, masculine inanimate like Napoj stays napoj. Čaj, čaj. 
džūs, džūs, šalāt, šalāt, rezeņ, rezeņ, gulāš, gulāš. Inanimate um, nouns mean not people but thing. And then we have the same thing with the neuter nouns. They do stay the same. For example, pivo, pivo, vino, vino, jedlo, jedlo, meso, meso, and kurča, kurča. Remember, kurča is the neuter. I know it sounds complicated, but it's not. If some of you speak and learn any of the Slavic languages or French, Italian, Spanish, for example, you should understand a little bit about the genders, cases and inflections. That means changing endings. And even if you never learn any foreign language and your native language is English, you will understand what an object, direct or indirect object, means in a sentence. To understand all this completely You just need more exposure to the language and more practice. Next, you are going to practice how to say I like to do something. We are going to use some words from season one, episode 24. Today, I'm going to read all of the sentences first and then we break them down sentence by sentence. Počuvajte. Number one. Čo robíš rád v zime? Meaning, what do you like to do in winter? Number two. Zime rád ližujem. Meaning, in winter, I like to ski. Number three. On rád ližuje. Meaning, he likes to ski. Number four. Čo robí Eva ráda v zime? Meaning, what does Eve like to do in winter? Number five. Eva ráda číta. Meaning, Eva likes to read. Number six. Ja sa rada korčulujem, meaning I like to skate. Number seven. Čo robia deti radi v zime? Meaning what do children like to do in winter? Number eight. Deti sa radi sankuju, meaning children like to sled. Number nine. Radi stavajú snehuliaka, meaning they like to build a snowman. Number ten. Chlapci, hráte radi hokej, meaning boys, do you like to play hockey? Number eleven. My radi pozeráme šport v televízii, meaning we like to watch sport on TV. All right, let's start with a simple explanation of the question. Čo robíš rád? Meaning, what do you like to do? We have a gender difference here, so for the male form, the question is, Čo robíš rád? Notice the last word rád, R-A-D, the male form. For all females, it would be čo robíš rada. The last word is R-A-D-A, rada. I told you before that we do have a difference for genders. According to the genders, males or female form applies. All right, let's repeat. Male form, repeat. Čo robíš rád? And female form, repeat, čo robíš rada? All right, now let's return to our phrases. Number one, čo robíš rád v zime? Meaning, what do you like to do in winter? Repeat, čo robíš rád v zime? 
One more time. Čo robíš rád v zime? Number two. V zime rád lyžujem. Repeat. V zime rád lyžujem. One more time. V zime rád lyžujem. So, if you notice in the first sentence, we have v zime meaning in winter at the end of the sentence. And in the second sentence, we have it right in the beginning. Let's listen to those two sentences one more time. Number one. Čo robíš rád v zime? And the answer is v zime rád lyžujem. All right, moving on. Number three, on rád lyžuje, meaning he likes to ski. Repeat, on rád lyžuje. One more time, on rád lyžuje. Number four, čo robí Eva rada v zime, meaning... What does Eva like to do in winter? Repeat. Čo robí Eva rada v zime? One more time. Čo robí Eva rada v zime? And the answer is number five. Eva rada číta. Meaning Eva likes to read. Repeat. Eva rada číta. One more time. Eva rada číta. Number six. Ja sa rada korčulujem, meaning I like to skate. Repeat. Ja sa rada korčulujem. One more time. Ja sa rada korčulujem. Number seven. Čo robia deti radi v zime? Meaning, what do children like to do in winter? So, radi is the plural here. Repeat. Čo robia deti radi? Now the whole sentence. Čo robia deti radi v zime? And the answer is number eight. Deti sa radi sankuju. Meaning children like to sled. Repeat. Deti sa radi sankuju. One more time. Deti sa radi sankuju. Number nine. Radi stavaju snehuliaka. Meaning, they like to build a snowman. So, snehuliak is a snowman. Repeat. Radi stavaju snehuliaka. One more time, the whole sentence. Radi stavaju snehuliaka. Number 10. Chlapci, hráte radi hokej? Meaning, boys, do you like to play hockey? Repeat. Chlapci. 
One more time. Chlapci. And the second part of the sentence is Hráte radi hokej. One more time. Hráte radi hokej. And let's try the whole sentence. Repeat. Chlapci, hráte radi hokej. Number 11. My radi pozeráme sport v televízii. Meaning, we like to watch sport on TV. So, televízia means TV. And we do not shorten it usually unless we use some colloquialism like telka. So, repeat v televízii. One more time. V televízii. Now the beginning of the sentence. My radi pozeráme sport. Now try the whole sentence. My radi pozeráme sport v televízii. Now I have a few more sentences about Petra Vlhova. They are in Slovak, so you can practice your listening and comprehension. Počúvajte. Petra Vlhova je slovenská alpská lyžiarka. Narodila sa v Liptovskom Mikuláši. Petra má 26 rokov. Má hnedé oči a hnedé vlasy. Ešte nie je vydatá. Petra má jedného brata. Petra má rada lyžovanie. Trénuje veľmi veľa. Chce byť veľmi dobrá v lyžovaní. Chce vyhrať všetky veľké preteky. Petra je odvážna bojovníčka. Nerada prehráva. OK, dobre. Did you understand at least a half of it? Super. If not, I would recommend a little review of the vocabulary. Okay, to je dosť na teraz. That is enough for now. All right, to je všetko pre dnešok. That is all for today. I recommend that you listen to the Slovak lesson a couple of times to reinforce the learning of the language. Download the episodes. You can go back to them as many times as you need. And don't just passively listen to Slovak words or sentences. Please repeat them out loud. Yes, I know, I already said it. I also recommend recording yourself and listening to your recording to hear how your pronunciation is. This way you can get some feedback on it right away. If you have any questions, send it to my email hello at boženaslovak.com. Also, check my Instagram, Boženas Slovak, where I'm posting the pictures of what I am talking about on my podcasts. Thank you for listening to my podcast. I am grateful that you listened to the end of this episode. I will be back next week with more. Check out the notes about my podcast and please tell everyone about this podcast so they can enjoy it too. Thank you. And until I hear from you again, ciao. Ďakujem a do počutia.